Welcome to the dark forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsession will make us laugh and smile. So let's explore the dark forest and dark out for a and welcome to the Dork Forest. It's me, Jackie Cation. You know the websites, JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com, TheDorkForest.com, FamilyPetAncestry.com. I own a lot of URLs, you guys. And uh, you can you can listen to this show. You might be already on iTunes, but you can go to DorkForest.com for the phone bonus and screwing around with that kind of stuff. And let me, let's do the credits. Mike Rickberg composed and sang that song you just heard. He's going to do his lyrics to the Mexican hat dance at the end of the program. Patrick Brady's going to fix this audio. Vilmos does my website, JackieCation.com. And on JackieCation.com and DorkForest.com, there's a donation button. Feel free to use it, folks. If you like the show, I'd love you to throw me some cash if you got any. And if you don't, don't worry about it. But uh, if you do... Go for it. You can also support the show by using the Amazon banner on JackieCation.com where you – it's just a portal to go to Amazon. You order like normal. doesn't cost you extra, but I get a little bit of a kickback. The show gets a little bit of a kickback, and I appreciate that. You can also order T-shirts. They're all union-made here in the United States, so they run a little bit big, but they're made by adults with uh, hopefully dental – and uh, you can get Ranger T-shirts, which are black. You can get the Dork Forest T-shirts, which are really cool, in green. And you can get my new stand-up shirt, which is a Spooky Reading Girl T-shirt, which is in purple. Kind of exciting. And then you can get my CDs, Circus People. It's never going to be bread, and this will make an excellent horcrux. Hoping to name my next one something short, like Novelty Shoes. Who knows what I'll call it. But uh, I'm working on that material. But you can get the CDs or the DVD hard copies at the website. You can also get everything digitally. Horcrux, the DVD, you can just download that video from ComedyFilmNerds.com. AllThingsComedy.com is my umbrella uh, podcast network that I'm on with Al Madrigal and Bill Burr and those guys, Aaron Foley. Get over there, listen to some pods over there if you like. I also do a podcast on Nerdist with Lori Kilmartin called The Jackie and Lori Show. That's just about stand-up. This is the Dork Forest. I say, let's get ready to dork out. Hey, it's Jackie Cation. I'm in my living room with Dash Kwiatkowski. Did I do it? You did. Well played me. First try. Kwiatkowski. That's the greatest last name ever. It's, I'm surprised you're not from South Milwaukee, Wisconsin. My family is from Waukesha. Wisconsin. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You're from, <laughs> that's right, cause you're San Francisco comic dash is, and it's at the Trollverine, C-T-R-O-L-L-V-R-I-N-E, uh, and it's at the Troll, the Trollverine on Twitter, Instagram, the PlayStation Network. Why wouldn't it be? And you have a web series called, uh, Neighborhood Watchmen, plural. And um, we are going to talk about Superman here on the Dork Forest. I'm pretty excited. You're going to dork out about the Man of Steel. I, you know, and it's it's but so Superman, but specifically in relation to Batman, which is relevant because that movie just came out. Batman versus Superman made everyone Who won? Re- Who made won? everyone real sad. Anybody? So uh, everybody lost, mostly the viewers. <laughs> the viewers of that movie were the. I was talking whenever people tried to defend it to me to the. Oh well, it wasn't that bad, and I, I say, well, hey, when you walked out of that movie, <laughs> did you like Batman or Superman? Right? Did you like either of and those two? The guys? answer is no. Wonder Woman has a cool. And as a, I'm a big Wonder Woman fan. Okay. Her new 52 series, which yeah. I think was called like Blood, Guts, Iron, there's all, all these series. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm reading that. Really good. Yeah. Really enjoyable. Um, Wonder Woman has one cool scene where at the end, should we do spoiler alert? Should we yeah, say? Yeah, let's say the word spoiler alert and then wait five seconds and then um, no one should see this movie. But it's five, yeah. four, three, two, one. Dash, tell me about Superman versus uh, Batman or so whatever. Wonder Woman has a cool scene where... Do- Wait, who even got top billing? Did Superman it, Batman get- got the top billing. Oh, fuck that. Yeah, that's the other Pardon thing. Pardon me. Yeah. Pardon. Uh, there's, <laughs> a, there's a cool part where uh, Doomsday punches Wonder Woman and she flies off. Okay. And she stands up and she has this like grin... That's like, finally, this is a fight that I'm interested in. Oh, there you go. That's the only cool thing in the entire movie. There's okay. this one spot where it's like, all right, that should be a gif. That's one. That should be a, oh, that's <laughs> or a absolute, gif. Absolutely. It's a, and so then we can just watch that for an hour and a half and it'd it's, be fine. It's, you know, it's, it had so many, I think you can't, you can't, and this is sort of this, 
I don't know where where to jump in about the things that I wanted well, what, to say. Yeah, yeah. What? Uh, so you you've always liked Superman as a child. You know, even let's as, go there. I will let's say start this, with the as, beginning of your love of Superman. As a kid, I actually found him to be boring. When I was when I was younger, I was okay. like, oh, Superman. You know, because you know when you're when you're a teenager, you want the edgy thing. You want, you the, want the Batman, the Batman, the dark. You know, Punisher, mm-hmm. Wolverine. Um, they're all troubled. They're all troubled, and that's you know. There's actually there's a guy named Max Landis who's a screenwriter. Okay, really funny, but he he makes a really good point of you know you, you look at Batman, Batman's parents died, it motivated him to fight crime. You know, Martian Manhunter, his planet exploded, it motivated him to fight crime. Look at Spider Man, he killed his uncle basically. Right, motivated. <laughs> Superman didn't learn about his planet exploding until he was an adult, and he'd been Superman right. for a long time. The reason Superman is saving people. Is that he had good parents who were like, hey. He was raised right. That's it the turns thing. out and he wants to help people. And it's, it's sort of, it's this good for good sake that we, uh, we don't really value, I feel like, in this country. And I, th- I think it's such an important character oh, th- to have. And I think it's been taken from us because oh, we absolutely. used to value yeah. it. And then, and then everyone was like, well, bullshit. And they called bullshit on it. Did you ever read Red Sun? Yes. That that was the Superman where he supposedly was born in the Soviet Union. Really interesting. Really interesting read. I say supposedly like he's real. (laughs) Uh, How about the 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 conceit (laughs) of that fiction was that he was born in the Soviet Union and he was he was the son of the of the USSR. Right. So if his ship had landed there instead of yeah, instead of in the United States, where and in a very specific United States too, right? Because it was he was raised in a rural Kansas. And not, you know, not the Civil War. No. You know, it wasn't Quantrill's <laughs> Raiders. It wasn't, you know, some sort of bloodbath. Right. It wasn't Kansas today yeah. where uh, the cops are killing people. <laughs> it was Kansas in 57 and he was white and he was raised by white people. And it's this sort of, it's this ideal because, you know, we don't, we don't really have, we don't have myths anymore, you know, the way that like the Greeks did. We don't have... You know, we don't have Zeus and, you know, Apollo, but we have superheroes and they're kind of the same thing. Cause, you they're know, exactly the same, as far as I can tell. In, in, especially in the way that the stories go on and, and become known. So, like, you know, a myth, like, there are tons of Hercules stories, but mm-hmm. most of them are bullshit and we don't know. People used to tell stories about Hercules that we'll never hear because they just weren't very good. But they're the ones that are like, oh, that one, you gotta, you gotta hear this Hercules yeah, story. Yeah, that's you a great one where he cleaned out stables. Yeah. Exactly. That was amazing. <laughs> he just kept going. But Superman and comic books are the same way. We're like, there's, man, I, 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 I love Superman. I can name some of the Superman comics that came out last year, but I'm not reading all of them because some of them are bad. Man. Right. Are Who are your bad. favorite writers of Superman? Like, you know, there was the the action comics. The Grant Morrison did an action comics. Oh, did at the, he? And right at the start of the New Fifty Two, when which was the big DC reboot that everyone hated. I think I read Superboy. Superboy. When, I when that Superboy, came out, yeah. I liked Superboy. Um, right now, and I mentioned this is the second time I mentioned mentioned Max Landis, but he's actually writing a Superman story called Superman American Alien. Okay. That's been coming out. That's really, really good. It's sort of a retelling of the origin story. But oh, good. It, and the thing is, you know, I don't, people, I want so, you to start at the beginning, quite honestly. There's some comic book fans who are like, well, this, this movie changed this character and it changed this. I don't <laughs> care about the changes. You know, that's fine. That's, I, as long as you stay true to, I think, what the core of that character is. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, like, look at, if you look at, in the Marvel movies, their Captain America is great. And he's, yeah. he's not edgy. Or dark, or you no? Know, he doesn't swear. He's, he's and he is mocked he's openly. Kind for of it. a goober, you know. Right? He's just he's a he's a good guy. But that's that's awesome. That the, and, and and that's what Superman should be. Exactly. And that's yeah. I feel. Like, I don't want to see Superman the partier. No. I don't want to see the human torch that is Superman, where he's a tool bag. In in the new movie, there's a point where he says uh, he says there's no such thing as good people, and he means it, and then he flies away. What? That's not Superman. You can't. You can't oh have my God. Superman legitimately believing that good people don't exist. That's that's insane. That's so offensive to the character of Superman. Right. Um, what about? Did you ever read Unredeemable? Uh, Irredeemable. Or Irredeemable. That was I think the name you were of talking it. to me about that last time. I, I hadn't read that yet. Well, Irredeemable is a is the story, and this, there will be a spoiler at the end of this sentence. Uh, and I forget who wrote it. I think it was an image uh, title. I think it was and, image. Yeah. And it is a story of a Superman like character. Who snaps? Yeah, and there's irredeemable, and then the opposite one, which is uh, inconceivable or, or ex who excommunicated. We, who the fuck knows? We looked it up, and uh, I, I don't remember what it was. Either. Right, but it was about essentially it's the the irredeemable is about Superman going bad. Yeah, and the other one is about a, a good guy, a bad guy going good. Yeah. To stop Superman because everybody has to join together to stop Superman. Yeah. But at the end of Irredeemable, are you going to read Irredeemable? I'm going to check it out. Yeah. But but I, I'm fine with spoilers. I was an English major. Spoilers are fine. <laughs> uh, you, of mice and men. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Lenny does. And uh, so. 
<laughs> and it it's an irredeemable. The great thing about the story is that there is redemption for Superman at the end of it. Yeah. Because they they say that they can cure it. And they, you know, because they try to kill him. They can't kill him. Yeah. They try to uh, put him on a prison planet. He es- he eventually escapes from that prison planet, and they're like, "Okay, we're gonna we're gonna fix it. We're gonna yeah. fix it." And what they do is they scatter his molecules huh. into the ether, which uh, lands essentially in Cavalier and Clay. Okay. And somebody writes the first Superman story. That's cool. And so he turns into Superman. I like that. And it. It's beautiful. Yeah. You know, I go, <laughs> the Pulitzers came out today that we're recording it. Yeah. And, uh, did you ever read Cavalier and Clay? Mm-mm. Uh, it's long. Okay. Uh, it's very beautiful. It's well written. Yeah. It's about the two guys, you know, that I've heard about that. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm meant to read that just because I'm, I, yeah. Because you love Superman. Yeah. But why don't I let you talk about it? You know, I, uh, it's an option. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the dark forest. <laughs> yeah. Where I tend to, <laughs> I just, I just think that, you know, it's, it's such an important myth that is Superman. It's, it's such an important thing for us to have. And it's not, you know, I, I like edgy characters. I, you know, I'll, I'll read a Punisher comic. I like X-Force. There's comics that are like, oh, this is cool. And it's cool. You know, the idea that no heroes would ever, you know, have to kill people or whatever. Sure. It's, you know, we're living in the real world and right. ultimate comics, although comics are a nice form of escapism. I think we forget that. Right. There's something. Imp- but comics can be about anything. That's the thing. There's something important about having this, this guy who's sort of just good, good for the sake of good. There's a comic called, uh, uh, it actually was adapted to a movie called Superman vs. the Elite, which is a cartoon. Really Superman good. versus the Elite? Versus the Elite, yeah. And it's uh, animated? It's an animated movie. And Superman has to, there's this team that shows up and they're killing bad guys. And they're okay. just like kind of cool and edgy and dark and they're killing bad guys. And it's this exploration of like, do we still need a Superman, you know, with, in the face of terrorism, in the face oh, right. of, of, of a changing world? And it makes a really good argument, I feel like, for why we do sort of need that Superman figure. Right. Um, I just well, mostly so our ho- souls don't go down into a <laughs> hole that never ends. But that's that's so important. Like even uh, did you see Man of Steel? Did have we? No, uh, I haven't seen one since he had the since that the one years ago with I think Kevin Spacey. Yeah, the Brandon Ruth. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And so in Man of Steel, there's like, I guess spoilers. That's been out for years. Did yeah, yeah. Too me? late. Uh, there's, at the end, there's this point where he so it's him versus General Zod, who at you know Superman villains not as interesting. As we'd like, and there's a reason for that, and I feel like it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, why? Well, so Superman isn't trying to kill anyone or, or sort of put a permanent stop. Superman is all of his villains. He's trying to save them. Okay. He's trying to save everybody. That's, oh, wow. that's the whole point of him. Batman, it makes sense for Batman to have, Batman has the best villains. And there's a reason, because it behooves him to do that. Batman puts on a costume and fights the criminally insane. Right. At night, because it's fun. You know, if right. Batman wanted to stop crime in Gotham, He'd what? Build two factories and employ right. all of the people who are working for Joker and Two Face, <laughs> right? He'd get everybody a job. He'd give him a four hundred one k and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah, there's so many things that Batman can do. But he puts on the costume and he fights crime because it's fun. Mm-hmm. Super he Superman doesn't have his interesting villains because you need a villain who cannot be swayed. So Brainiac is this computer program that's trying to collect everything. You know, Lex Luthor is this ultimate. He's the... What is the Brainiac trying to do? So Brainiac is like trying to grab... He's super smart, he's clearly. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, he's got a big brain. It'd be funny if he weren't, though, right? It'd be funny <laughs> if he's just Brainiac sarcastically. Right. Uh, so, but he's, you know, he's, he's like got the bottled city of Candor. He's trying to... So there's stories where he's trying to get Metropolis. He's trying to collect... Cities and the sort of like to preserve, to take over. It's sort oh, of the, he's ca- like the collector. The character varies over different different okay. tellings of it. Um, but you, you need a character that cannot be reasoned with or cannot be sort of saved. Basically, okay. so Doomsday is this uncontrollable kill monster whose right. whole thing is that he kills everything. Like that's that's a Superman villain because you know you can't Superman can't sit down and have a talk with Doomsday. Lex Luthor for all is. You know, whatever, even in, in what I would say is maybe one of the best Superman stories of all time, which is All-Star Superman. Um, Written. Any uh, idea? Who wrote it? When was it? All-Star, and when was it? Yeah. It was, I, I forget when, there's an animated movie. Um, As well. That's, that's worth checking out. If, 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 if listeners don't want to read the, the, the comic, read the comic, there's a very good animated movie. When did movie. the comic come out? 90s? I want to say, I, I always get confused on the, on the yeah. dates and stuff. But what's it called again? All-Star Superman. All-Star there, Superman. There's a whole run of All-Star comics, and basically it's, it's this idea, uh, of taking taking a character and sort of putting it outside of the canon so the writer can 
tell have the, fun. Tell the ultimate story that they want to tell. Okay. And I feel like a lot of people, a lot of people, their their alternate Superman story is Red Sun. Like, oh, what if he were a bad guy because this? Or what if, you know, there's the whole the video game, the Injustice comic. Like, well, what if, what if Superman went mad with power? And there's all these sort of like, what if evil Superman, All-Star is a sort of really good look of, you know, what, what is, this is, take the, the good, nice sort of happy Superman and push him to the absolute limit and what, what lengths will he go through? And it's right. just, I'm not, that one I won't spoil for you because I, I think you would legitimately <laughs> enjoy reading it. I would like that. Maybe I'll get that one. Cause, um, I always think, what if Superman was just like a customs agent? You know, what if he just decided <laughs> that he was going to work through the bureaucracy yeah. to clear up red tape? That was going to be what he was going to do. He's just signing stuff really, really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> right. He's that guy. He can really get people <laughs> goods and services. Really? Really yeah. yoked customs <laughs> yeah, agent, <yeah>. like <laughs> like uh, Herman Melville worked for the yeah. customs agency. Anyway, so um, so there's Brainiac and there's Lex Luthor and there's all of these different. So his he you think he wants to save Lex Luthor? Absolutely. That's that's and that's what I was gonna say. You know, All Star is a really good sort of take on the Lex Luthor versus Superman dynamic, where you really get behind why does Lex Luthor hate Superman, and it's because no. Human can ever, no matter how hard they work, would ever be able to compete with him. And uh-huh. it's just sort of like human centric, like, hey, you know, oh, Lex right. Luthor, he works out. He's a super genius. He'll never be as smart as Superman. He'll never be as strong as Superman, no matter how much effort he puts in. Right. And he's super competitive. That's the other thing. There's actually, there's a really good, there's a really good, I think it was called Reign of Doomsdays. Uh, okay. Where Lex Luthor comes out of this weird parallel dimension where he met a thing that's God. He basically just met God. And right. he sort of, he fuses with this God entity. And for a second, Lex Luthor is God. And he has this like, oh, I can, I can make everyone in the world happy. Yeah. And everyone in the universe becomes just happy. And they like, they start flashing to like the Kundians and all of the villains of the DC universe. And they're okay. just kind of sitting there smiling, like just feeling okay. And everything in the universe as well. And then Lex Luthor is like, he's Superman being happy. And he's like, no, oh, no, I hate Superman. And he has this moment where he's like, Oh, but I'm God right now and I can keep everyone happy and I can save everything. He's like, Oh, but I hate Superman so much and he splits from the thing and this whole, oh, but it's this really cool thing where it's like, cool. you, you get into like how much does this character is willing to sacrifice the happiness of the entire universe. Uh, uh, countless billions. For his own sort of petty anger against right. Superman. So, I, oh my God. Talk about learning to let go. Yeah. <laughs> crickets. But I, I, but I, I, f- I feel like there's, again, there's something really important about that character and I, th- I think, like, you know, you look at the Snyderverse, you look at the, the new Zack Snyder's okay. Man of Steel and Batman vs. Superman and the okay. whole thing. And I, I think we have this urge to sort of be more adult. We want to tell adult stories. Um, mm-hmm. Marvel did this with the Ultimate line where, you know, what if Captain America were kind of racist? And what if oh, weird. all these things? And No wonder I didn't read Ultimates. Well, when I was a teenager, I thought it was cool. You know, I was yeah. like, yeah, this is edgy and modern and mm-hmm. whatever. Ultimates is actually why Sam Jackson is in the... Marvel Cinematic Universe. So that's, I'm fine. That's cool. That's, right. Well, and I read some Ultimate Spider-Mans that I yeah. liked, but, um. Oh, I love Miles the, Morales. Though. And there was also a, a, a Max, that Max title uh, out of, out of Marvel, which was essentially, um, it was, it was swearing. It okay. was, it was <laughs> superhero swearing. Like there was a, um, I read the Max title that was, uh, Nick Fury. Yeah. And yeah. it was his, Sort of, or they'd reimagined his origin story and him as kind of a, a, you know, the tool bag that he would be to right. lead Shield, <laughs> and just getting ass everywhere. Yeah. And you're like, ah, oh, I don't know that I'm, <laughs> but I'm kind of psyched about it because it was, it was this examination of him in Cuba and his de- oh, disillusionment cool. yeah. from World War II, where he was like, you know, all gung ho, and then all of a sudden it's Bay of Pigs, yeah, and then it's Vietnam, and then it's. He's like, ah, I'm exhausted. Somebody was saying that the really good sort of the, the the division, how Marvel handles war is very interesting, where you look at, like, Captain America is war, and he's, like, a soldier. And he's, okay. But then if you look at, like, Punisher also is war, and he's a soldier, yeah. and how those two characters are sort of, like, one is World War Two, where we were, like, the good guys, and yeah. we're doing the right thing, and then... Punisher is in Vietnam, where it's like, oh, it's this is Miley or cloudier, Mila, yeah, or however, the, we, the killing of children. Yeah, and, and, uh, and so yeah. the 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 differences between yeah, those how two does characters. DC hand uh, handle war? Who are the warriors in DC? In terms of they, well, they have their whole like they had that whole like they have a what was it like? Frank, it was a it was an old weird comic, and they brought it back where it's like Frankenstein and the Wolf. It's basically just monsters, monsters, w- monsters at war? fighting war. Uh, World I, War One. I, I, I want them to be in World War One. <laughs> I never got into the some of the DC war stuff. I I so I generally go cosmic when I go. 
So like Green Lantern. Okay. Oh, you, uh, you like space? Stuff, I like a lot of the space heroes? stuff. Um, even when when Marvel bored me with, I was during the Civil War comics. I was a little like, ah, I don't know. No, no. I I think we read a lot of Nova. Yeah, Nova's That's when great. I, when I was introduced to Nova, Annihilation which is, is oh, and incredible. Annihilation is amazing. Yeah. With Super Scroll, and I had never heard Server. of any of those characters, yeah. or it was an early time. Yeah. But that Annihilation series, who wrote that? Do you remember? That was uh, uh, Abnet and the other DNA. The, okay. The group. It's, it's uh, Abnet, and I always forget the last. Abnet is A B N E T T. I think so. so. And the other guy's name, I right? Forget. Which I've, uh, I'm only just now learning the artist's name, and it's very sad. Oh, cool. So uh, <laughs> that's good, though. That's good. But to, yeah. it's a, you know, it's a process. I'm only 10, 12 years in here, <laughs> and other people they started when they were kids. Yeah. <laughs> so, but um. So Superman, yep. what are the – so you like the writing by Max Max Landis's current – American one. Alien is really, really good. Okay. Um, I really like – again, Morrison's action comics oh, right. was really – Great Morrison is great on almost everything. Yeah. Yeah. I really enjoyed that because it really – it sort of it – get, it gets to the core – because you know, I'm not, and and not to not to make an argument that again, change the origin story, change the character, change the characterization, you know, yeah, add to things. That's fine. We're you know, the stories evolve and grow with time. I just I feel like a lot of people now are trying to do that. Oh, what if he was a bad guy? What if you know? What if we couldn't trust Superman? And I, I just think that sort of strays from the point. Right. I think that sort of gets away from. Heck, you know, even even uh, Justice League Unlimited. I don't know if you ever watched. No. It was a cartoon. It was a yeah. cartoon. It was a cartoon series. Um, and it was incredible. So there was a Justice League cartoon at first and it was cool. It was, you yeah. know, Justice League, but then they did Unlimited and they're kind of just brought in the entire DC universe. So, you know, there's a, there's a Booster Gold episode. And that's. What's, who's incredible. Booster Gold? Okay. So Booster Gold, and this is, so Booster Gold <laughs> is one of the better characters, uh, that DC has. He was a sort of a football player, jock guy, way in the future. Okay. And then you find out that he was sort of giving up losses and betting on it, basically. So he was he was oh, throwing games. The Pete Rose. Yeah, he was of, the, he's uh, the Pete Rose of DC Comics. Future football. So future he gets DC a, football. he gets a job at a superhero museum. He oh, weird. steals a bunch of tech and then a time travel thing and travels back in time ah. to become a superhero. But to make money, his whole, his whole just money making scheme. So like he'll oh, solve, so back to the future. He'll so, fight a crime, and yeah. then he'll be like, "All right, no sponsorship deals or what can we?" Oh, Jesus. So it's it's this, but it's this great character uh, who's kind of just a he's kind of just scummy. He's, he's a scummy right, guy, but right, he's just a dirtbag. He's not That's truly a, bad. He's just exactly. a, he's just an ass. And then over time, you know, over time the character grows, and he starts actually trying to be heroic. Like when okay. Doomsday shows up, he does actually try to fight Doomsday. There's this whole thing, but uh, uh, yeah, there's a Booster Gold episode of JLU. That's Incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. That's but that but the Superman in that there's is JLU on um, Netflix. Netflix. It is on Netflix. All right. Along with Young Justice, which everybody should watch. Young Justice. Okay. Uh, there were only two seasons. It got canceled. But if it does well enough on Netflix, Netflix might pick it up for a third. Okay. And it's. I just heard that the Animaniacs are on uh, Netflix. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. I've lost my tiny lizard <laughs> mind. I almost came home last night and turned on television, but no, I wouldn't sleep. So I didn't. I always, I always fall asleep to something. I gotta, I gotta. Oh, okay. And then every now and then it's a trap. So every now and then, like <laughs> once out of, once out of the two weeks, yeah. one time, I'll just watch everything until four in the morning. Right. And I'll be like, ah, oh, this was backfired. Right. Uh, but I'm. But you, you get caught up, don't gener- you? Generally, I'll fall asleep to something. Right. So Justice um, League Unlimited and Young Justice are both. Really, really. And those good. are all DC, uh, hero, yeah. uh, comics. So Young Justice is basically all of the sidekicks. So Young Justice is the team of Robin and Aqualad. Oh, nice. And Kid Flash and Miss Martian. Okay. And it does a <laughs> really- Miss Martian. Miss I'm Martian. unfamiliar with her work. She is, uh, she- She's the Martian. She's, yeah, kid? Really, So it's this whole, it's this whole thing. I don't know, I don't, I don't know how much Young Justice I want to spoil Hunter? for you. Yeah, the, Mar- Mar- so the Martian Manhunter. Is she related to Martian Manhunter? So she says that she is. Uh, and then it's sort of a bigger, it's sort of a bigger what's actually going on sort of situation. Um, oh, there's more to it. There's more to it. All right. Well, but didn't weren't all the Martians killed in Martian the, Manhunter? So in, in is the, the last in the Young Justice universe, they didn't go into the genocide thing. I think because it was more of a show for children, right? Um, but yes, children need to learn about genocide, but maybe not. It happens a lot, you know. It's, it's <laughs> worth talking about, right? It's just hard. To, <laughs> it's hard to bring up while you're trying to uh, get Robin to do something right. <laughs> Okay, so um, yeah, so what? Uh, so you like Grant Morrison? You like Mark, Matt, uh, Max Landis? Yeah. Who else do you like that have written 
some and th- and then you then is there a Superman in the Justice League Unlimited? That's what I was yeah that's what I was so Superman and Justice League Unlimited. There's a great point at the end where it's sort of the big the big end game whatever. Dark Side shows up. Dark Side is no the, I don't know Dark Side. He's the Thanos of the, of oh, the okay. DC universe. Basically, they're sort of big. I think they were roughly based off of each other to some degree. Um, I know that uh, Thanos. Uh, is it wants to marry death? Yeah, and Darkseid is trying to find the anti-life equation. And it's oh, this fair whole thing enough. Where you're like, what is that? There's actually a bunch of there's a really good trope, and you can find a lot of this online. But there's a lot of old comics where someone would walk into their apartment, and Darkseid would just be sitting on one of their couches, <laughs> like waiting for them. <laughs> and my friend, me and my friend Stephen, had this. So there's a they did an animated movie that's Batman Superman versus Dark. Uh, was it uh, Apocalypse? And so Darkseid okay. to fight Darkseid. But they get back to the Kent farm at the end of the movie, and they think everything's solved. And then Darkseid busts through the door. He's been waiting in the Kent household, and we're like, "What was he doing in there?" Though you know? <laughs> Darkseid just like touching stuff Kent. on the mantle, <laughs> like, "Oh, oh, I broke this all. <laughs> <I'm so laughs> oh, sorry. I'm trying to fix." <laughs> it's a, there's a crack in that, in that crystal thing. He's just beating up Superman, like, "Why don't you pay for air conditioning for your parents? <laughs> like, they seem like nice right. people." Right? It's Kansas. It's July. <laughs> what are you thinking? Oh my god, that's hilarious. But he did. Superman has a speech at the end of Justice League Unlimited, where he's talking about. So he's fighting Darkseid, and he, for the first time, really lets loose because he's Superman. He can, he can, and that's actually in comics. People tend to think that Supergirl is stronger than Superman because she doesn't pull her punches the way that he does. Because okay. he's, he knows that you know he's on Earth and everything will shatter. Okay. So he he holds back. You know, he holds back. But Supergirl doesn't? She's a little younger, she's a little more impulsive, so she oh, she does okay. but not as much. Um but that he's fighting he's fighting dark I was like, side. What is she an idiot? No. <laughs> <laughs> so she's you know, she's not liquefying she's people. Lo- right, she's learning. Yeah. Okay. Um but he punches dark side and dark side goes flying through a bunch of buildings and he has a speech where he's like, you know, I live in a world made out of cardboard. Mm-hmm. The world made a cardboard speech and he's I mean, he just kinda lets loose on dark side is like, but you you, I think you can take it. And he fights Darkseid full force. Oh, right. And it's this incredible, the speech is amazing. It's yeah. on YouTube, it's on whatever, it's worth checking right. out. But it's, it's and a the really fight's good, amazing. It's a good fight. Yeah. Batman dodges Omega Beams, which you're not supposed to be able to do. It's What's an move. Omega Beam? So Darkseid has like an eye laser. Okay. But it tracks people. Oh, it's like got really, tracking. It's got, yeah, it's like a homing eye laser and Batman right. does a bunch of backflips and, cause he's oh. Batman. And that's the thing, I, I don't dislike Batman. He people. might have thrown something as a distraction, <laughs> don't you think? It's it would like make flick. sense, it would make sense to. I think he just yeah. does a bunch of backflips. Oh, does he? <laughs> or batflips. <laughs> batflips. Uh, I, I, I talk a lot of trash on Batman just cause I, you know. Well, mostly because you're, you're being, you get a lot of, you get a lot of shit about Superman. Like you, your love of Superman is overt. Yeah. And, uh, so people like to come up to you. Uh, cause uh, don't you do bits about it? I do have some, I do, I do material yeah, about Yeah, you have some, some Superman, Superman uh, material. That's, I, I did for you to mention that. Literally on the way to this, this podcast, I stopped at a Starbucks. I'm wearing a Superman shirt today. Right. I have uh, it's a white collared shirt with Superman's emblem all over it. Right, it's almost a dress shirt, but it's, it's a short sleeve yeah. dress shirt. I like shirt. to think of it as like a Hawaiian superhero shirt. You oh, know? there you go. Very uh, nice. But the man at Starbucks was like, "Hey, nice shirt. Batman's better though." <laughs> and I was like, "Well, I'm more prepared for this conversation than you think, my friend." <laughs> right, we could go there if you'd like to, sir. Uh, I got to drop this on him. It's my favorite thing to do, which is I legitimately believe that America's fascination with Batman and dislike of Superman is what's wrong with us on a geopolitical level. <laughs> and I mean, oh, I don't think you're wrong. Just uh, that sort of resonates. Explain more. We all want to be Batman because Batman is uh he's, first of all attainable. He's well he's well, he's cool you know, he's cool, he's a ladies man, he's Bruce Wayne identity, he's a ladies man, but he's also this vigilante who plays by his own rules and everyone's like, Oh, you're wrong, you're doing it wrong and then at the end of the story you're like, Oh, it turns out Batman was right the whole time because he's Batman. <laughs> but that's a fictional construct. That's that only works in right. fiction. It turns out arrogance is actually not always correct. Exactly. And if everyone's like, Hey man, you're fucking up, you might be fucking up. <laughs> and that we, we but we want to be that Batman character who right. at the end of it we are we are uh, uh, we're vindicated, right? But that doesn't exist in the real world. So right. instead, we're just vigilante who is playing by our own rules, and mm-hmm. we're hurting people. Yeah. And and I think that's that's where, as opposed to Superman, we don't no no one likes Superman. Everyone's like, oh, Superman is boring. And the thing is, yeah, Superman's powers are not 
interesting in the way that, you know, Green Lantern's powers are or whatever. But if you're reading it, nobody's reading it for the powers. I mean, no one's like, well, I'd read Great Gatsby, but his powers are so boring. <laughs> well, the weird thing about Superman is what don't you like about Superman has all the powers. Yeah. What do you, what else, what else do you want? But also, you know, for me, I don't, I'm not, I, I, I look at powers the way I look at, like, action in a movie. You know, I love a good action scene. I yeah. love a cool yeah. action scene. But if that's all there is in the movie, then that's that's right. boring. Because well, Superman, because uh, Batman has armor and he yeah. has gadgets and he's got and he's Inspector Gadget and he's <laughs> he's got cool dark. And even the original Batman had cool toys, yeah. right? And well, the original Batman shot people for a hot second, and they're like, "Oh, we can't, he can't, can't do this anymore." Right, right. Although Batman in this movie, in the Zack Snyder movie, yeah. spoiler alert. Uh, murders like 40 people. Murders oh, just straight up, and he's got, his Batwing has a Gatling gun on it for some reason. Wow. Uh, and he's just well, shooting people with the machine gun, and it's the movie, and it's actually, that, that actually really <laughs> bummed me out too, cause the first, so the first scene, it is obviously Bruce Wayne's parents dying, cause okay. we have to see that again. <laughs> We've got, nobody knows how that went down. Oh my god. But, and this is actually so Could good. Could you imagine if I was still, and I am to some extent <laughs> obsessed with my mother dying when I was seven. And I do obsess about it, but sure. it doesn't affect every decision I make for crying out loud. Yeah. And boo fucking who? But also, and this is I'm the such thing. A dick. No, it's, it's totally, it's, it's 100% legitimate. Also, Superman's whole planet exploded, you know, and there's a point. Right. He's the only one left, he thinks, right? There, yeah. Right. Um, there's a thing, that, again, to, uh, to quote Max Landis again, and I'm sorry I am a Max Landis, uh, fanboy, but there's a, uh, there's you're a, in the right place to a have point, a, a, a fan. <laughs> there's a point where he, he, he was talking about the difference between this Batman origin story and the regular Batman origin story, and it is very different because in the regular Batman origin story, you know, Thomas Wayne and Martha Wayne are standing there with their little son Bruce, and a mugger comes out, and the mugger's, he's kind of, he's, he's freaked out, he's, he's, he's unstable. Oh, he accidentally shoots well, him, doesn't he? Kind of, yeah, and Thomas Wayne's like, hey, you know, we can get you help, whatever. In this one, in Zack Snyder's, Thomas Wayne goes to punch the guy. He swings at him with his oh, fist. NRA! And he gets, and he gets shot while he's punching this guy, and the point that Landis brought up is that fundamentally, that changes, that changes the Batman origin story from, right. From, hey, you know, we gotta deal with crime and there's all these people on the streets to like, oh, my, my dad was shot because he was trying to punch this guy. Right. He that's was. That's not saving his family. That's not protecting his family. That's. Right. That, a, that's not helping anyone. It's just being aggro. Uh, well, yeah, it's just, he, he was, he was standing up for himself. Yeah. And he was like, we're not gonna do this. And you're like, uh, give him your wallet. Yeah. It's exactly. not that big of a save your family. Right. Save your family Don't by create having... Batman. <laughs> right. Well, there's that. And, yeah. and, and what's in your wallet? I mean, yeah. the richer you are, the less you have in your wallet. That's the, or the less you're attached to what's in your wallet. Too. Right. Cause you're in your wallet more easily replaced. Yeah. You tell your, tell your assistant to call all of your credit cards and uh, yeah. cancel them all. But, uh, the, Oh, that's that's crazy. Yeah, it's super changes. What and else has Zack Snyder done, and how could I avoid so, all of his works? You know, he did his his Dawn of the Dead reboot. I actually really enjoyed. Okay, that was the one they had running zombies, which there's a whole argument as to why not running zombies. Uh, again, uh, fast zombies, slow zombies, zombies not real. They're gonna be fast that's, zombies. That's the I don't thing. care. You can, you know, uh, exactly. They're terrifying. His his <laughs> Dawn of the Dead, I enjoyed. His Watchmen, he he did the Watchmen movie. Oh, the movie, which and, I liked better than the book. I'm so sorry to tell you know. The world. So I wrote, I wrote in college. I wrote my honors thesis on Watchmen the book. <laughs> did you really? On um, Roland Welcome Barth. to the Dork Forest. <laughs> da- dash uh, Kwiatkowski. Yeah. Uh, at the Trollverine, by the way. I uh, I did it on French narrative theory, uh, specifically through the lens of Roland Barth. On, cause he had a lot of really cool stuff to say about deconstructing images and ads and the narrative that you can take from images, but he never talked about comic books. And I was like, well, this is a clear, that's the next step, obviously. Okay. Um, kind of, yeah. Uh, nice. and, and so I watched the movie and I didn't, you know, it was, it was fine to me. I didn't hate it. I didn't, I, I, I enjoyed it. I might have the read first it time too through. soon, uh, in my comic book consumption. That happens. It's very dark. Cause I did, I was just like, I don't really get what they're doing here. It's uh I like Alan Moore. I, I like whatever. him. He's very he's very uh he likes to put in things as like, hey, are you offended by this thing I put in? You should be offended. Oh, but he's no Harlan Ellison. Yeah. Every time I look at Harlan <laughs> Ellison, I'm like, Are you trying to be whatever Alan like whatever whatever Harlan <laughs> Ellen thinks he's doing? 
Alan Moore is actually doing sure. it. Sure. And, and he's telling good, interesting stories for yeah, sure. Yeah, always. Um, with Watchmen, the movie, I felt like was basically just a scene for scene, just the comic. Oh, you know? recreation. I didn't think that there was a lot of directorial input from well, Maybe that's the, why I liked it. That's, and that's the thing, that's why I think it was. Because when Zack Snyder maybe takes over, that's when, he, when I'm like, stop. When he did Stop 300, thinking. because he's also the, he did 300, and it's like, oh, he, okay. That's, How was 300? Three, what? It's fun to watch okay. when I was 13. Sure. It was a cool action movie with a right, bunch it's of- it's just a, it's, it's the mummy, right? I mean, it's, it's- Not even mummy has plot and character development, okay. you know? <laughs> 300 <laughs> was just a bunch of buff guys with spears, and then- Fighting in a, a bunch of other buff guys? A bunch of brown people with spears, okay. and it was just, it was just the, the very white Greeks versus the very brown Persians. Okay. And then there was and some, hitting. then there was some weird stuff with like, oh, the God King is very, is very feminine. Was there feminine. sexy times too? Was there some there was a little sexy times? Time. There was All some right. sexy times, but it's a very like, it's a very like 13 year old boy, like, oh, this is a cool movie. This is going to be school. great. Yeah. And then she's wearing a bikini, man. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, so. Um, and I think that you can't, you can't have that mentality when you're telling a Superman story. So David Goyer, who wrote he wrote the Dark Knight trilogy, which I'm not the biggest fan of in the world. I don't really oh, like the, the, no- the Nolan. Nolan. I didn't really like the Nolan. No, no, I didn't see bats. the third one. Um, they're not. They're not for me. I mean, yeah. I know why people like them, yes. but they got too dark. Too dark. And you know, Heath Ledger was phenomenal. And that's the thing that's very silly to me. There's the whole Jared Leto is like, whoa. Playing the Joker took me to a really dark place. And it's like, well, Heath Ledger died. So <laughs> why don't you cool it, You're Jared not going to out, out dark yeah, 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 cool, yeah, cool I, You know what? The, I the was creeped thing. out by the Batman with Jack Nicholson and Michael Keaton. Yeah? So, I mean, I'm not – these are not the movies for me yeah. is what I'm saying. Uh, but I I thought the toys were cool. Oh, for sure. And, you know, it's it's sort of – those ones at least are fun. And uh, people will like, you know, I much prefer the Joel Schumacher Batman with George Clooney. Oh, oh to, really? <laughs> to this new one, just because, like, yeah, it's bad, but it yeah. can't be. And you know what? You can take a kid to it. Right? You can take a child to this movie. There's no, no person should be taking a child to a Zack Snyder, Superman, or Batman movie. Right. You know? I don't want to watch Superman get impaled through the chest at the end of the movie. I don't want to watch... Jesus. I don't want to watch... Um, a 9-11 homage towards the start of Batman, which there was. So Batman, wow. Superman's out fighting through buildings... Cloud of dust rolling through the street. And that was actually, I, I thought they were doing something right. Uh, Bruce Wayne shows up and it's Ben Affleck and to his credit, did a good job. Oh yeah? And ben Affleck was fine. Okay. As Bruce Wayne. But everyone's running out of, remember all the 9-11 footage where it's like a big cloud yeah. of dust? People run, they just have that. That's just what's going on. Okay. Batman or Bruce Wayne mm-hmm. runs into the cloud of dust to save people. Right. And I'm watching this movie like, oh, it's, that's for the first time I've seen Bruce Wayne do Bruce Wayne shit right. on a movie. That's cool. Yeah. And he saves, he lifts the rubble off this guy and he saves this little girl and he's yep. looking up at Superman like you did this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, this is, maybe this will be okay. Mm-hmm. And then he puts the cowl on and just murders 40 people. <laughs> I'm like, oh, never <laughs> what mind. Just happened? Never mind the. Yeah. I thought it was going one way. And then, did you see the new Godzilla, the last Godzilla I did. movie? I loved, one of the things I loved about the Godzilla movie was that the hero guy yeah. was an actual hero. Yes. And at one point, it was, there's, there's this thing where he's, he finds a kid and it, the kid's like six years old and he's got to reunite this kid with his parents. Yeah. Or his mom or something. And he sits on the train. And he sits on the, he says, if I miss my plane because of you, I'm going to be really mad. Yeah. And, <laughs> If it were Bruce Willis or if it were Batman, yeah. what he would do is he would save the kid yeah. and then hand it to the nearest woman yeah. and then <laughs> move on. <laughs> so I don't – what I want That's, is yeah. I want – I love the responsibility of totally. that. I mean that's totally. what it feels like Superman has. Yeah. Superman feels like an adult – Or he should. Decent – well, yeah. like like when you – like the, even the Christopher Reeve movie, which, yeah. which was – Parts of it are, are goofy they're and corny, dumb. but and he takes corny. the fight elsewhere. He takes. He gets the, the guy to follow him somewhere else, away from people. In Man of Steel, he just grabs Zod and just pushes him through buildings, and thousands of people die. Right. And I, I think there, there's, and so one of the things is Zack Snyder has responded to criticism. Oh yeah. By saying, "Oh, I'm sorry, people are taking it uh, personally that I'm trying to grow up their character." And I think it's that's sort of that's the that's the crux of it. That you makes know? me not want to hang out with Zack Snyder. I think if that, that's what he thinks grown-ups would do. And that's the thing, not killing someone when you have the power to, I feel like is so much more grown up. 
than that's, killing someone. Oh my God, that you're is able to. You know, that's, that's the entire purpose of adulting. Exactly, yeah. You don't shake your baby. Uh, yeah. Please do not <laughs> shake your fucking baby. You're the adult in that situation. Yeah. The baby will not stop crying if you shake it. And you will kill it. That's the ultimate thing. Is Superman is the only adult here. You yeah. know, and on the he planet, comparatively, the power, exactly, right? yeah. Um, other fun, why did you do the Zack Snyder things <laughs> is at the beginning of Batman versus Superman, there's a sort of the CIA spook and he's just a guy. He's there for a second. He gets shot in the head. Um, immediately execution style shot in the head. And so, everyone's like, all right, whatever. Just some government, dude? some government guy got shot in the head. And then in an interview, Zack Snyder was like, Hey, you guys, you guys remember that guy who got shot in the head? It was Jimmy Olsen. And everyone's like, what? What? Like, yeah, you know, Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen, the redhead kid. Yeah. That was him. That's him who got shot in the head. And people like, well, uh, why? Why did, why? Why would you, why would you, why would you even, why? And he's like, cause it's fun. We couldn't put him in otherwise, so we wanted to have some fun with the character. That's not fun! That's not what fun is. Don't oh my god, that is the end of Jimmy Olsen in the head. <laughs> I mean, the great thing about superheroes is that everybody, they, they, they never die. Right. You can bring them all back. Sure. But, uh, I understand why that movie is genuinely reviled. It's, it's so, it's so. I bad. love, I mean, I love your vision of Superman. Thank you know, you. your vision of Superman is what I would, I mean, that's why I think I lo- I own that, that Christopher Reeve movie. It's, yeah, for all, you know, it's And I'm be. looking forward to getting the Max Landis. Yeah. I want the American Grant Alien Morrison. Is, is really good. I want to watch Justice League Unlimited and I want to watch Young Justice with the sidekicks. I, I think, yeah, again, Young Justice, really, really fun. They, and they did the season two, they kind of do the Justice League Unlimited where they bring in all the sidekicks and they have characters okay. who are like references to the kind of gross, Racist caricatures that were in Super Friends of like okay. you know Apache Chief and all. <laughs> oh right. But they have like they sort of take it back and make them cool, interesting. They do it. It's it's a, it's cool. It's a it's a cool. The only thing. DC thing I have is uh, I have Mortal Kombat versus uh, DC, which is fun. Which is super which is fun. fun. Yeah. Who doesn't want Who doesn't want Sub Zero fighting? Injustice you know? was a fun game. I will say that for the silly evil Superman story, it's yeah. it's a pretty fun game. It's just Mortal Kombat, but with the DC characters. Oh, fair enough. Okay, so it's the same. It's a, it's a versus. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's a, yeah, it's a, I haven't I haven't put that one in in a while. Yeah, I, I, I can't I can't put that in. Okay, because that will uh, cut into productivity. Oh. Whenever I turn on the PlayStation, <laughs> my life is concocted for about a month. I just started playing the WWE wrestling game. Oh yeah, and it's fun because you can scan in your face. Oh yeah, and you can scan in pictures. So I have my guy has my face and all my tattoos. Right, and so it's just it's just me as a wrestler. Wrestling right, so you have a Green Lantern tattoo. Have on, the Green Lantern on on your right arm. What's on your left arm? This is the Red Lantern core. Oh, that's weird. So there's a whole spectrum of lantern cores. It doesn't look like a it doesn't look like a lantern. Yeah, and most of them don't. There's a whole spectrum now. Right, right. There's there's yeah. Uh, one of Andy's best friends, Lee Bennett, always he changes his his uh, his Facebook p- profile to whatever mood he's in. With different, <laughs> good. He just has a different ring up. He's like full of rage. Yeah. What, what is that? Black. I think that's, that's the, red. Red. Oh, is that's rage. oh red is rage. So my f- Superman is one of my favorite characters of all time. Right. He's my second favorite superhero of all time. Oh. Uh, my first favorite superhero is Guy Gardner, who is the one of the Green Lanterns. He okay. Was the second Green Lantern of Earth. Hal He's, was the first? Hal is the first, yeah. Uh, a okay. guy is kind of just an asshole, and he means well, and people on the Justice League either love him or they hate him, and no one's like in between on Guy Gardner. But he's he's good at what he does. He's just kind of a dick, and I relate to him lots. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's the character. I don't know. I, I really like they have this sort of this balance between being a good guy and trying to do the right thing, but also just being kind of a hothead and mm-hmm. maybe saying the wrong thing, putting your foot in your mouth and offending people and being right. like, I don't, I'm not trying to. And, but if you confront me about it in a confrontational way, now we're in a fight, even if I was at wrong. And uh, he's got a lantern and he's yeah. got a green lantern. So he, he was, uh, he's, he was green lantern for a while. Um, now they're doing a thing where there's like, f- was it five or six green lanterns from earth? The new one's going to be a girl. Really excited about that. Right. Um, they've, they've had weirdly headed shaped it aliens. Yes. But and some of them might have been girls. Well, we so don't know. There, there have been Green Lantern, the, 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 the Green Lantern Corps, there's thousands of Green Lanterns in the galaxy. Right, right. There must sector. be women. There were lots of women in sure. there, but the, the, t- the titular Green Lantern from Earth, like the. You said titular. I did say titular. Uh, I'll be over here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it's gonna be, it's gonna be the first, the first female Green Lantern of Earth. From Earth. Okay. Which is really cool. Um, yeah. and it's her and Simon Baz, who is growing on me. He's, they were trying to market him as like this cool, so he's one of the, one of the early like, hey, look at, we're putting in a good guy, and he's, 
he's a he's a Muslim and he's a good guy. Like, look at how diverse we are, sort of thing. And, right. But they did it in a way where like he had a handgun. You don't need a handgun if you have a Green Lantern ring. You don't. You don't need. Wait, what, can't you do anything? Both. With that's a the thing. You, you make a handgun, and it's better than the actual hand. But it's this whole big thing where he has like no fear tattooed in Farsi on his arm, and it's like he's. Is he sponsored no. by Monster Energy Drinks? <laughs> <laughs> um, but they're doing cool things with this character. Okay. Um, the female Green Lantern, I'm excited about. Why do we need more than one Green Lantern on Earth? So there was, it used to just be the one. Yeah. Um, and then, I I mean, basically, I, I think it was just because people really liked these characters and they sort of, from the, the meta, the meta rationale is yeah. people wanted to have, you know, John more. Stewart and Guy Gardner and Kyle Rayner. Um, they, the way they justified it is that Guy and Kyle, I think, became, well, added to the honor guard. So, they're Green Lanterns of every sector. Instead of just being like our sector, they can go anywhere. That's sort of like the, the special oh, okay. ops. Um, uh, whereas Hal and John were the, the Green Lanterns of Earth. And not just Earth, but our, you know, our whole space sector. Right. Um. So they're just, they, because I, cops, initially basically. it was, initially it was just, we, they only needed one. Right? So they only needed one per sector, but there were all the thousands out in the galaxy doing their own Doing their own sectors, yeah. right? So now there's two in this sector. Two per sector now. Now there's two per sector. And it's the whole, it's like beat cops, everyone has a partner. Okay. It's their interstellar police. That's kind of the way that all the different cores, you know, the Green Lanterns are trying to police the galaxy with will and, and sort of empowerment, whereas the Yellow Lanterns are trying to police the galaxy through fear and sort of like dictatorship type stuff. And wow. the, the Red Lanterns are trying to get like eye for an eye revenge. Okay. And, but it's all, they're all trying to serve justice basically in their own way. Oh, so weird. like, you know, the, the indigo are, they actually did a really Aren't cool thing. Aren't they sad? The indigo are compassion. Oh, okay. <laughs> and you find, you find out at some point that the ring brainwashes you into being hyper compassionate and they were given to just the worst criminals in the galaxy. Ah, and they had an indigo ring empathy. forced on them to make them compassionate. Okay. Yeah. Um, pink, the star sapphires, they're trying to, through love, um, DC did a really good job of uh, making their costumes, not just stripper costumes. That's good. And are they all women? They're for the most part women. Of course. The only the the only male. So now John Stewart, I think, also has a star sapphire ring. Okay. And there was a point. So they did the whole event called War of the Green Lanterns, which was really fun. Oh, I remember. Um, yeah, it was like two years ago, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, at the end of it, the Green Lanterns of Earth have to wear rings that are not green because all the green energy is tainted. So tainted with bad guy stuff, or yeah. So okay. par- Parallax is the the entity of fear, and yeah. they put him in the central power battery, and so he's controlling all of the Green Lanterns. Oh, so each Earth Lantern had to put on a different color. So Kyle Rayner wore a blue ring because that's hope, and he's hopeful. Okay, and Hal Jordan has experience with the yellow ring, so he wears a fear ring. Okay, John Stewart wears an indigo ring. Um, and Guy Gardner has to wear a red one and a pink one because he's the most emotionally unstable of all of them. And so he's like rage and love. And he has this whole okay. cool thing where they're like, guy, ah, you really have to dig deep. You know, what do you hate and what do you love? So they're not wearing green at all now? Yeah. And, well, or, they, they, they also wear the green. They went back to green now. Okay. Some oh, so they, they purged it somehow and, and yeah, there they, you go. They fixed it. Um, they did a cool thing with, Kyle Rayner. I don't know if you know anything about Kyle Rayner was the fourth Green Lantern of Earth. He's an artist. He's sensitive. Okay. He uh he's sort of anti Hal Jordan. Hal Jordan's a cocky playboy. Kyle Rayner, he, he's he's introverted. He, I always he, think of Hal Jordan art. as like sort of like a, a, a jet like uh like a pilot. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a douchebag jet pilot. He's top gun guy. Yeah, exactly. Okay. He's top gun guy. Yeah, okay. Um so Kyle Rayner was the opposite of that. Uh, Jeff Johns brought Hal Jordan back. So there's this really cool thing where... Jeff so, Johns with a G? Uh, yeah. G-E-O-F-F? Mm-hmm. And then Johns. There was this really cool thing where... That's so a good writer. Hal Jordan... Yeah, he is, he is good. He does some stuff that I don't agree with, but I, I do like him a lot. Um, okay. For example, when he did Ultraman, which is the evil alternate universe Superman. Okay. Ultraman gets his powers from Kryptonite instead of being... Okay. them. But the way he did it is he takes the Kryptonite, he crushes it in his hand... Burns it with his laser vision and then snorts it like cocaine. And then there's a big just him saying yes with a huge capital yes. And it's like, all right, Jeff, I do uh, pump Jeff, the brakes, buddy. Uh, wow, yeah. I, I, I take it you like cocaine. Yeah, so that's, and, uh, um, there's a there's always a glimpse into oh, what people. <laughs> I love it in stand up. I love when you watch someone who is only recent because I I'm sober as of uh, three years. I used to do drugs and I used oh, to wow. drink and I don't. Congratulations, anymore. thank you. 
Um, but whenever I see a new comic mm-hmm. just starting to do cocaine material, I'm like, oh, you just started doing cocaine. Like, I remember this. <laughs> I remember this point where I'm like, everyone will relate to these coke jokes. Right? Audiences do not like coke jokes for the no, most part. No, because no, most people don't do coke. Weed? Totally fine. Even if you don't do weed, you people, can laugh at weed everyone jokes. Everyone gets weed. Uh, drinking jokes, sure. Mm-hmm. But there's this point, there's this, there's this, and it's funny, it's the confidence that comes from cocaine where you're like, everyone's gonna get this. <laughs> everyone else is on cocaine. Who isn't on cocaine? There was a, there was a video, uh, a VHS video that I saw in the early 90s of a guy doing stand-up in the Midwest somewhere and um, he was wearing a white shirt like yours and and I don't even know if I saw it or if I've just heard the story so many times because I can't even remember the name of the comic. But yeah. in the in the video, his nose starts bleeding, <laughs> and it's dripping onto his white shirt, and he's still doing his act. He's just doing his act. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he like the blood gets in his mouth, and he ta- and he's like, and he looks at his hand, and he goes, "What well, do you guys don't party?" <laughs> and that was the entire video. <laughs> and you're like, ah. Oh. That's very good. That's unfortunate, sir. There's a, um, there's a good video on YouTube of a comic who's doing an open mic comic and he's some he's doing just really misogynistic, just gross, and he's like right. picking on the comic before him, and mm. she starts yelling back, and she says something about you couldn't get a girl. He's like, I couldn't get a girl. I could look at his bicep, and he flexes, and he's like, Look, you're telling me I can't get a girl with this bicep. It's an amazing YouTube video. Wow, because there's I, no punchline there. Yeah, there's no, just, I, look at my arm. Look at this bicep. Really good. <laughs> I have two arms. How can I? <laughs> What girl doesn't want it on this with the two arms? <laughs> oh my gosh. So with the great thing, yeah, like I, I like the idea of the green lantern, but yeah. I just, I never know what they're going to make with the lantern. Yeah. What do they make with the, I ne- so that's, that's the, what I don't that's get. Sort of, that's the, that's the, what I love about the characters, you know, that's, that's, we've gone from Superman to green lantern. I'm that's okay fine. Uh, it's, so it's the, this, this ultimate creative character of, you know, you can make, Whatever you can imagine, anything you can think of, and it's whatever fits in that situation. And you'll watch the way that they characterize each character is really represented through the things that they make. So Hal Jordan, cocky flyboy, he's making a jet, he's making a boxing glove, really direct, (laughs) but kind of like flashy stuff. Kyle Rayner, sensitive artist, he's making a giant robot suit. He's making a crazy Godzilla monster. He's making something really intricate, like a samurai armor or something really ornate. John Stewart ex-military architect, he's mm-hmm. making a beam. He doesn't need anything other than he's just making a green beam that just punches through the thing or he's making And a, then he's done. That's the thing. He's really, really... Efficient. Efficient. Okay. Guy Gardner, kind of a brawler, kind of a jock, he's making a baseball bat with a barbed wire around it. He's making like a, oh, wow. a hockey suit that he's going to you know right? attack someone with. So the way that they sort of characterize yeah. each character through their construct is one of the ways that I think it's it's really fun. Oh, that is fun. Um, but they're usually just making like stuff to hit and punch and and shoot stuff, people, or you know, or but they're you know, not, they're a not ship making to like, fly the Justice League somewhere. Oh right, right, like, yeah, uh, yeah. So oh, they can also be in charge of transportation. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's there's transportation. <laughs> Is there like they they never make like you probably can't make food. Um, no, but the ring in various tellings Is it a of sustenance it, ring? the ring, ring can of sort sustenance? of keep you, yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> yes. with a plus three. Uh-huh. Excellent. Uh, uh very plus nice. against creatures of darkness. Um, <laughs> I, I have a ring of sustenance on my, on yeah? my Kalistar shadow dancer rogue. I haven't, my, my, my group hasn't met up in a long time and it's frustrating because we're five experience points from the next level. We're five. Oh, wow. We're five experience points. That is a just, what, what, uh, what game, what are you playing? 5e. Oh, playing, you're playing the new five. Five E, yeah, I really edition. like it. I'm okay. playing a, uh, I'm playing a warlock gnome, and everyone's like, "Whoa, but the gnomes don't get the charisma bonus." Like, yeah, but I like gnomes and I like warlocks, so this and character is, is they, fun. And he is powerful. I don't. He's a tiny, powerful man. I don't understand min maxing in Dungeons and Dragons. I don't oh. understand the. Well, I want to do the most damage. Like, I want to tell a story with my friends. Right, right, and hopefully, uh, you will not be murdered for not min maxing. Yeah, because um, it was. Some Andy has explained to me that uh, some of the min maxers that he used to play with, yeah. he doesn't play with anymore because yeah. they're a pain in the ass. They're no fun, right? <laughs> so he's like, "There's and what's left of the min maxers in his game in the in his gaming friends yeah. are fine. Yeah, you can mock them. And there's they, a, there's and they a level, off. sure, and you can have one or two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, as long as as long as they can be called out on their min maxing. Yeah, and to min max of uh, rangers who are not playing Dungeons and Dragons, you just. Uh, you maximize all of their powers and you minimize all of the damage. That's it, why they're called min-maxing. And it's also things like, you know, when you're when you're creating a character being like, oh, well, half-elves get this bonus and I want to do this and I'm going to do these spells. 
So I'm going to be a half elf and I'm going to be this class because this class gets this bonus instead of being like, Hey, well, I think that this is a fun concept and I think this is a fun race. And so let's, you know, have a yeah. character who is enjoyable to me. Uh, so that's how you pick? I pick stuff that sounds fun. You know, yeah. I, I'm usually a gnome. And well, you ought. I like the gnomes a lot. Uh, my warlock right now, he was studying to be a wizard and okay. he, uh, he read the wrong tome <laughs> and he ended up Oops. in a soul pact with Cthulhu. So all of his magic comes from Cthulhu, but he's very embarrassed about being a warlock, so he pretends to be a wizard. So he will shout the name of wizard spells before casting like an evil green eldritch blast, <laughs> but he'll say magic missile first, and then, you know, it'll hit a goblin, and the goblin will explode with viscera everywhere, and everyone's like, well, that's, oh, that's really graphic for a magic missile. Right. And then at the next level, he gets, uh, he gets a little quasit, this little evil tentacle imp companion, and that's okay. gonna be chaotic evil. And so it's just going to be telling him like burn shit like the town. He's like, yeah, well, yeah. that's you know, that's not we don't we don't do things that way. We're <laughs> we're doing things a little differently. <laughs> and so he's this just lawful good character who will gradually descend into madness as per Lovecraft uh, 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 characters <laughs> without all the right. racism, without all of the Lovecraft racism. Well, that'll happen. It's a uh, it's a different age. My favorite Chad Daniels joke is about how he went out with his he went out to lunch with his I think his mom and his grandmother. And um, his grandmother was racist, and he called her on it, but nobody heard what she said. They only yeah. called – so and and so they looked at he, him like he was the devil, and then he tried to explain it to him, and then somebody <laughs> said to him, well, she's older. She's, you know, that was a different time. And it's like, yeah, but now it's this time. <laughs> and his punchline is entirely like she was um, – that's how she was raised was another thing somebody said. Yeah. He said, yeah, but she's raised now. Now she's raised and we're in this time. So she might want to get her act together. We just had and, at, uh, at, my, awesome. at my day job, we just had a group bonding experience. Oh, did you know? Where, a, little trust, a little trust moment? Well, it was a, introduce yourself and say what animal you would be if you were an animal and why. And so just a lot of generic, like, well, I'd be a bear because bears are fun. And I'd be a dog because dogs are nice. And then uh, the only black guy on the team stands up. Mm-hmm. And from right next to him, this woman on the team who is a German woman. From Germany? From Germany. Uh-oh. Says, oh. this, this sounds like the t- most terrifying story I've ever heard in my life. Yep. And she says, oh, here comes the silverback. And everyone is just like, yep, that's a thing you can say. And I'm sitting there like, my head exploded. I'm losing my mind. And like, what did your, can't, what the guy at work do? Uh, he just kind of shrugged it off. He played it really cool. Um, I, holy, so mad. I became so mad. Right. I, cause there's no, but it wasn't the first time it had happened to that guy. That's, and that's the, that's, and that's yeah. why he was like, ah, crazy. I'm, I'm thinking from Germany, you gotta be on your toes about not being super racist. You know oh, what I mean? Like you don't want to live into the, you gotta, oh, oh the, oh, the stereotype you're, yeah, you, we, and, and oh, she didn't get up and say, oh, I would be a Nazi. No. And uh, nobody said that. Nobody I'd be said like that. an eagle with a skull on the front of it. <laughs> Do <laughs> you have a red skull underneath your fake face? And uh, how about that? <laughs> Crazy Nazi lady. Yeah. Uh, wow, that is a disappointment it was a to hear about for, in real life. But it's like, I live in San Francisco, man. Like, this is, <laughs> this is not supposed to be. No, I last time, one of the last times I performed in San Francisco was for a pile of haircuts. Yeah. It was just a bunch of programmers you know, who were drinking uh, fancy drinks and driving fancy cars and had fancy, fancy haircuts and were kind of weirdly, they were, they were, they know binary yep. backwards and forwards, huh? Come on, that's a little binary joke. <laughs> and, uh, but they, uh, they were really irritating. <laughs> it's, and you're, you're tying it all together. Here's the, the through yeah. line. Uh, this is, this is, it's talking about that kind of, that kind of attitude, that kind of San Francisco, what it's become. Cause I see this and, you know, I, in, in comedy, and I see this in living. It's it it is that Batman versus Superman debate. It's yeah. That it's that I want to make the most money. I want to be the coolest. I want to do the coolest thing. I want an electric skateboard. I want a hoverboard. Yep. I want a, the fanciest car. I need a Tesla. I need the new Tesla. I need whatever. Right. It's this sort of it's min maxing. It's all of these things. It's min maxing life or min maxing yeah. you know whatever. People that, need uh, extra rings. Yeah. <laughs> is what they really need. People, but people also we've we've stopped caring about. Good for good's sake. We, it's become ridiculous. It's become joking. It's, it's a joke worthy. You know, people, the whole idea of doing a nice thing just because I think it's I not. Don't, I think that there's plenty of that out there, but it is, sure. it's mocked. Yeah, that's, it's mocked it's, for sure. It's mocked and it's, and it's because people are good. People yeah, are decent. Absolutely. And there's, there, most people are great. And unfortunately, you know, the, 
playing to that lowest common denominator yeah. and and doing that kind of thing with like when you when you make Batman or when you make Superman bad guys, yeah, it doesn't encourage the the better part. Absolutely, and, and I and I. I think everyone does want to be good. I mean, there's, that's why evangelical Christianity is as yeah. popular as it is because people want to think of themselves as these Christians or exactly. these, or whatever it is. You know, we didn't get a chance to talk about because we are at, we are at an hour. Um, it is Ms. Marvel and Love Ms. Marvel. Ms. Marvel is good for good's sake. Yeah. And she was raised by decent Muslims. Absolutely. And, and yeah. it's, and it's the, it doesn't, it's not even like it's not even you know a caricature. Jersey, it's no not hand holding through like oh here's it's just straight up like this is a family that you know they happen to be Islam. right and they're not lapsed Muslims they're practicing uh, yeah. Muslims. I I I love the it's also awesome. I love how much of a nerd she is throughout. Or she keeps oh, that with Wolverine and she's yeah, like this she's is great. my number one team up. I yeah really yeah. enjoying. Yeah, if you get a chance, it's G. Willow Wilson, I believe. Yeah. And um, she has a great Tumblr as well. Side note, new Asian Superman coming out. I just found out about it. It's going to be a new – he's from China, and it's a whole character called The New Superman. Very excited. I don't know what's, I don't know what's going. Who's writing it? Any idea? Uh, uh, it's the, the Chinese-American guy, Gene Yueng, I think. Or How do you Yang. spell? Uh, I don't With a Y? It's Y. It's Y-U-E-N-G. Okay. Um, but yeah. Close enough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, very excited. All right. And then other than that, we can, we can recommend Grant Morrison and Max Landis and Justice League Unlimited and Young Justice. Young Justice is really good. <laughs> Dash, uh, Kwiatkowski and Cation. Uh, it's at the Trollverine, T-R-O-L-L-V-R-I-N-E on Instagram and Twitter and the P- PlayStation Network. And you have a web series called Neighborhood Watchmen, plural. And you do stand-up comedy, and people should go and see it because you're uh, very funny. Thank so you. Thank you so much for doing The Dork Forest. Thank you for having me. I had a great time. Uh, Rangers, you know the rules out there. Take care of each other. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh my god. Thank we you. why don't we just call that as the end of the show?